We're holding on page Kufchaf Hey. Um, oh, I don't even know if you have pages there because I, I started writing them on one, but I didn't write them on one. Okay, no, 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 no. You're not going to find it. So, better is like this. It is that when you open it up, the first page, the first page, the back of the first page. So you were on. The, it's the back of the first page. Second column. Turn it over. It's upside down. I think it should. You probably yeah. On on yeah, middle of your test, a middle of Sif your test. Yeah, you have it. Oh yeah, yeah. We're on that page. Um, we're holding over here. He's explaining the word of achad, the meaning of achad. And one of his interpretations of what achad means is that in achad you have the entire descent of godly light into creation. Aleph represents Hashem Himself, the Chiddush the Infinite One. The Ches represents the Chachma, Chachma, the attribute of Chachma, which is the first attribute which Hashem's light is already coming down into a into the arena of existence of, of worldly existence. But then it gets tra- transmitted into the Dalit. The Dalit is the Dalit is Malchus. The Dalit is Malchus because Malchus is Dalit is Dibur. It's Rashi Tevis Dibur, also because Dalit is from the word Dal. Dal means poor. Malchus speech doesn't have anything of its own. It needs to receive content from the earlier attributes. There's the Dal. That's why the moon is compared to Malchus. Doesn't have its own light. It's recipient. Dalit is Malchus, which is the Hashem's world of Dibur. And really what he's trying to say is, how does it become from achtos apshuta, from perfect unity, how, does, how do we get down into the multiplicity? How does it from one singular God come down and become so many variations of life? If the origins of life is just one simple, undefined, <laughs> not even having any bit of a, of a tiny, 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 even subtle, even the most benign relationship to definable, designable existence. There's such perfect simplicity of oneness. So he's saying it's because the medium of the ches, the medium of the chachma, it's when the orin soif lowers itself down into chachma, from there into the dalit, that's where the many come. He says, however, to understand this idea, how, how does this work? He says, we have to understand generally the pasuk of, we say, atahu Hashem levadecha, you are God alone, even after atah asisa even after you made the heavens, you're still alone. Because it can't mean that you alone, God, created the heavens. If that's what the meaning would be, that you alone, Hashem, created the heaven, it should say that. Ata Hashem levatcha asisa sashamayim. We don't say that. We say, Ata hu levadecha. Ata Hashem levadecha. Ata asisa sashamayim. That means you are alone. It's a statement. You are alone. You created the heavens, but you're still alone. Nothing else exists but you. Um, another pasuk, we say, Ani Hashem loishanisi. God says, I haven't changed. What does it mean I haven't changed? He created worlds. Of course he changed. So that's what we were learning yesterday. Why the worlds did not make any change in Hashem's exclusivity, even after they were created. So um, I'm going to go over again from um, uh, the, the Indian. This is 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 lines from the top of the page, Kuf Chaf Hei. The beginning of the line, the first word, the inyan. The inyan and the idea is, that 
The heavens were created through Hashem's dibor. The heavens and the heavens of heavens, and all their hosts. Malachim, the angels, unishamis and souls, mishavu, they came into beingness. Their entire, they derive their existence only from Hashem's speech. However, when we say Hashem's speech, we think, oh, Hashem must have spoken a lot. He created, he went on talking, he probably spoke to exhaustion. As I said, we, we might say that because Shabbos, uh, we, Hashem rests from what? From doing work. What kind of work did he do? He talked. So he must have been talking. Especially according to the Baal Shem Tov, who says that the Asara Mamaris, the ten utterances, they are only the root utterances. In the ten utterances, if you take the, the, those Asara Mamaris, you can make different kinds of combinations until you have the speech of every kind of creation possible. How many different kinds of ladybugs are there? There's so many different kinds. I mean, if you're in the living, if you're opening up the, oh, the, the book of insects, and you see so many different, it's not, it's not only different kinds of insects, each insect has variations. If it's a different creation, it has to have other words that Hashem is speaking to create it. All those words are contained in the Asara Mamaris. The Asara Mamaris have the ten, ma ten main um, um, uh, utterances, but then through a system of of, uh, of exchanging of letters, gematria, and all that, literally you have in Hebrew the name of every single subcategory of plant. Every little detail is spoken. Because without Hashem speaking it, it can't exist. So it's, it's a whole lot of words. You're talking about billions of words. However, in truth, and that's to every star, every creature, every being, everything is you. He says, but in really a kulasan, in truth, however, it's all really one speech. It's one dibur. It's beratious. The one word beratious includes all the ten amaris, really what Hashem really originally omitted. And he says even more than that, it's not even a beratious, it's one letter. They just say that Hashem created the whole world with a hey. That one letter gets later that Hashem omitted gets channeled into so many different letters. So of course the world is full of speech, divine speech. The world is filled with billions of, of Hashem's letters but they originate in one, in one, in one utterance. Um, when he says diburi, means even one letter, not even one, just one, one utterance. The world was created with the letter hey. Now, let's analyze the significance of one letter. If we to analyze how much value does one letter have in, in, in comparison to a human being's ability to talk. How many words can a person talk in their life? Millions of letters. What is the value of one? How much energy, how much, how much power do they invest of their soul, soul power, in one letter, not even a one word, one letter. I must have spoken already a couple of hundred letters since I started, maybe even over a thousand. I don't even know how quickly those words, those letters are flowing. And one letter is nothing, nothing, literally nothing. And that's to my limited amount of speech. How about to the, the soul's ability to talk is forever? Because the soul does not, doesn't pass away. It's only the body. So mitzad the neshama, a person can speak. How many letters can a person speak? There's no amount. So what is the significance and value of one uttered letter to the good? So think about it. If Hashem created all of creation with one letter, what is the value of this great, this is all the worlds. This is not just the physical world. This is all the worlds. It's, a person can speak endless with the Buddhim. 
without an end. All the worlds that were created with one letter. They don't make a change in him. You remain alone. Mamish. Alone, Mamish. You'll say, okay, 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 hold it. You'll say like this. It's taka taka, very, very tiny, very small. It's only a crumb of a crumb of a crumb, an infinitesimal crumb. But soif kol soif, there's still two things now. There is Hashem, the gigantic emitter of the letter. And then there is the tiny little incy, bincy, wincy, wincy, nothing of one letter that he spoke. But there's still two. There is him and the letter. He can't say he's alone. He's not alone anymore. Before he created the world, he was alone in the universe, meaning in all potential space, he was the only one. Now, he's not alone in the universe. It's him with that letter. Yes, it's only a letter, but it's only... He says, no, no, there's a mistake. The letter really is in a non-existent state. That, even that one letter, even that one letter that is the source of life for the entire universe is in a non-existent state. The reason why it's in a non-existent state is because by a human being, the letter goes outside of him. Now, what's the value of a letter that we never spoke yet? A letter that you're going to say in 20 years from now, if you were to look for that letter in its potential, in your soul right now, does it exist? No, but there it's only you. You don't have, it's not like you can say, where is going to be that, that letter that you're going to say in the middle? You're going to say the word it in the middle of a conversation in 10 years from now. Where is that I? Does it have, an, does it have a noticeable existence, a part of you? No. Once you spoke it, oh, it, it, it's something. Even though it's nothing, but it is something. Let's say it could be recorded. If you catch it, it can be even incriminating evidence. He said, it, it's here, it's here. It has, it has a beingness. But before you ever spoke it, and it's still within your kohacha, but since Hashem is everywhere, so the letter never leaves him, even after he speaks it. So really creation is still embedded in its source. Because the power of creation... The creative power in creation is that one letter, the one hay, the breath that has never been breathed, it never been, it's never been exhaled, it's still in its source. So we can literally say, If someone thinks about this for 10 minutes, you have a different day. Because you can't have ego after this. What does a person think? He's a metzias, he's a doer, he's a maker. This is like the bitl of one letter, in the power of his chachma. Before it emanated in a revealed way in his mouth, because then it was not. Even though you, God, created the heavens. It's both true. You created the heaven because that unspoken letter within itself is creating heavens. But those heavens are completely nullified in him because the entire force that's creating them something from nothing is also nullified. It's in a non-existent state. Since the heaven and the earth and everything that's in them are literally nullified as if they don't exist like the bitl of one utterance, when it's still in thought, or in the power of Chachma. Okay, so now, so now, now the question is, but that, that one letter, let's, 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 let's delve into that infinite power 
and, and, and see how does a letter emerge? The unspoken letter, but, but still there is a letter. It is creating. How, how does that, the letter, separate itself? It's, it never really separates itself, but at least to the recipients. There is a source in the Ein Sof that's, that's their foundation of their existence, and that's that letter. So how does that letter in some way distinguish itself from the rest of the infinite light? Well, the root of the coming into being of that Dibur, is from a first, a, a, a much higher state in the Ein Sof, a, prelim, a prelim, preliminary state. What's that state? Like it says, Kulam Bachachma Asisa. Hashem created with Chachma. Even though He created through speech, the origins of creation is on Chachma. But let's understand something. The Chachma state is far, far, far higher and of far grandeur, far, a, a far deeper and higher state than the actual emergence of the letter. Kulam Bachachma Asisa. Ksiv Hashem Bachachma Yasaderetz. That Hashem founded with Chachma, He founds the earth. And according to Hasidus, the earth refers to Malchus, the world of speech. In the word of Kabbalah, Abba Yasid Brata, the father finds the daughter, is the foundation for the daughter. The father is Chachma, the daughter is Malchus. Elu, so what is this? These are the combinations of supernal letters. That heaven and earth were created with them. So we give an analogy of a human, a human analogy. In the physical world, in the human being, we see. The power of the division of the letters and the five utterances and the five organs of speech. The letter Aleph, Ches, He, and Ayin are all guttural letters coming out of the throat. Bumf, Bez, Vav, Mem, Pe. Mahasfasayim come from the lips. Vitsi, Rufam, and their combination. Two things. First of all, the power of dividing each letter. You really, when, you, when you're speaking, you're emitting sound. How is the sound suddenly differentiated that that simple sound turns into all these variations of letters? And in general, into the five different categories be, based on how the sound is bouncing off your, your, your mouth. Okay? Connected to the five main organs of speech. So what's the power to direct that? Who is directing the flow of ear, the flow of the sound into the organ into that, that particular way that your, 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 um, your organs of speech should make those movements that you omit basically to be the cookie cutter, to cut that simple la- uh, um, uh, sound into the various kinds of shapes. Who is doing that? Hold in every speech. And that's number one. And then the other thing, just as quickly, this is amazing, the, the machine of speech is unbelievable. What's happening is you have the fastest shape cutter that's cutting sound into all different types of shapes but at the same time as it's dividing the sound it's also combining because you're taking <laughs> you're taking so many different movements and putting them together sometimes when you think about it the cup can supplant the cup the mind can go crazy what kind of machine the Abish created why think about it you're saying so many letters and then you isn't it amazing how we know how to space we're saying so many words and we can space the words with a, how long is the pause between word, word? Now between the letters till you um, pronounce a word, there's no, there's, no, there's no pause at all. It's like, and it cuts it, it, it organizes it. There's some mystery, and here's the thing, it's not the conscious mind. The conscious mind is not, because if we would be busy doing that, we wouldn't have a brain left by the end of the day. 
trying to figure out like how to put together the words, what I'm saying, how am I, first to utter the letter, and then yet alone to put together the, the different comment. It's, ma- it's, it's a magical thing. It's what is it? He says it's the power of itzaruf on b'chol dibur v'dibur, and it's combination in every dibur, v'tevezukach. In this word, so. V'tevezukach. And in this word, so. It's the chachma of the soul. When he says chachma, he doesn't mean intellect. He means the pre-intellect. He means the first beginnings of intelligence. It's not that Bina would be considered the real mind. This is the, the super mind. It's higher than the ordinary mind. Therefore, a child is not able to speak. Voice he has. A child is a chazan already from when he's a little baby. He has a strong voice. Thought he has. A child has thought. He's got ideas. He's thinking something. He's got emotions. got feelings. So he's got all the ingredients to make up words. Yet, he, doesn't, he can't speak. The Chachma is not developed yet. The Bina has. In some childish way, he has got the Bina. He has ideas in his head. But the power of Chachma, the, 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 that power, is, it, it kicks in at the age of about one, each child, one, one and a half, two, as it begins to. That divides and combines the letters. The division of the letters, and the five utterances, and their combination, and every word, from the power of Chachma that's in the soul. The Chachma is the first of all the powers of the soul. Chachma is the only one who can deal with such tzimtzum. See, the power of speech is incredible tzimtzum. Because you're taking a one singular feeling. You know, people, few people have a hard time to speak their emotions. And they have a feeling, you know, as they sit by a therapist until they schlep out the emotions. Tell me how you feel. A person can talk every narishkeit in the world. You can talk for hours about every, about every mamish stupidity. But when it comes to speaking about a feeling, about their own things, suddenly they have no words. Right? You want to convey a feeling of a true message of love to someone, suddenly you're out of words. Even if you have the feeling. You have the feeling. Adarab, because you have the feeling. And the reason for that is because to put things into words means to really chop it up into tiny, it's a real tzimtzum as opposed to the richness and the, and the power and the, uni, the, the unified idea as it is in the mind, as it is in the emotion. Most of the Kaychas and Nefesh don't want to deal with speech. So they, they, they can't lower themselves down so low. But the rule is the higher something is, the bigger its ability to, to come down low. A big tzaddik is able to be busy with simple people, able to be busy even with little children. Right? Someone uh, thinks that he can only be with the higher, uh, the higher, the lower. Shleim Melech would teach a kindergarten as well. Because he's so wise, has the ability to teach the soul low. So Chachm is the only one that has the ability to get down into that nitty-gritty world of speech and to direct speech. Therefore, he says, in late to descend, even into world of speech. A commercial, an example, he says, a very great fire. The light of a big, if you have a small flame, it would only give light to a close, close area. 
if you have a big uh, inferno, a big fire, it will give light and warmth farther away. The same is also known as above. Then you do what is known. There is a multitude of creations. Without endless amount of creations. And every single one of them is separated from the existence of the other one. Why, how come the, these creations are so different? Because there's different letters, different combinations. And they come in millions, millions of different combinations of letters. And the letters of supernal speech. From that, every creature lives his entire existence from the words of Hashem that is spoken into it. And this division of the letters. And the exchanging of combinations. is only from the Chachma. Because Chachma is called Reishis. That's why it's able to descend all the way down. Into the world of speech, to divide the letters and to combine them. Like it says, with Chachma, the Aretz, the earth, which is the lowest level, is founded. We mentioned this. The father is the, is the foundation of the daughter. This is what it says. When David the Melech is wondering, he says, how, come, how can there be so much, such variation? Rabu means riboy. So much Masecha. Coming from one singular God. The origins of it is through Chachma. Many multitudes of creation. Because it emerges from the many combinations of letters of speech. All this is through Chachma. However, beyond Chachma, to the, in, in the very essence of the Yen Sof, he is way, way beyond the Chachma. To the point that Chachma to him is like a physical object. Remember that. Always remember that. Always remember. To the Ebishter himself, he's so, Chachma is so low and so nothing that it's the same like a. This is where the philosophers veered to the, went off track. He says, This is where the philosophers were bothered by this idea. They, they came up with many gods, the Greek philosophers, with many powers because they couldn't figure out, they were very brilliant people, but they couldn't figure out how to trace this back. How do you get from, from a singular someone, a singular being to so many? Those who investigated with human intelligence as opposed to Hasidus, which is godly intelligence from above. But if you try to approach it just with human intelligence, they implied upon Hashem that Hashem is a wise, intelligent being. They imprinted him with Chachma, that he is Chachma. And they called it Chachma Salakus. They also didn't understand. They didn't understand how the many emerges from the one. How did the many and the variation in the creation? Each one is different than the other. In truth, they're going in darkness. They don't understand. They don't see. They don't know and they don't understand. The cause of this. Division between the creations is because the change of the it's a combination of the letters which are coming which are expressing Hashem's midas. That's why first there is a, first there are six first there is the six corners the six directions that that's a more generalist feeling of chesed and gevura. That's why there are kind creations and harsh creations that relate to gevura. And in that there is there is subcategories connected to how Hashem spoke it. 
שורש הזחקוס על מועדי החכמה, יסדו חכמה. אבל עצמוס הם מהוסי יסברך בהשם דאסץ. Just like you can't grasp God with the Nekab, the, the mind is useless. Because the mind, Chachma, relates after there is a world of intelligence. But the Ebesh there is infinitely beyond it. It's not, it's not Shaya. Ki afil al Chachma lo. Because even al Chachma lo, amnu deles machshavet visabet. The thought that the no thought, even the thought of Chachma lo, of the supernal Chachma, doesn't grasp Hashem himself. For who shave etzla yuz barach, as we said earlier, to Hashem, it's equal. Yeah, we turn over the im b'chenes ha'asiyah mamish. It's the next page. There's the first page, yeah. And up there. It should be up. No, the, the line begins with the word klal. Yeah, yeah, klal. Um, uh, the only, here's he's saying, the only antenna. Someone wants to experience God with the mind. He's saying something very powerful. You want to experience God with the mind? The mind is not a keli for the Eibishter. Now, what then is the keli for Elokus? Emuna. Because faith is the place within us in which we're just plain open and Hashem can shine. We can, it's like a sixth sense. We can feel Him, but not grasp Him intellectually. Emuna. That's the point of contact between Hashem and the Jewish neshama is in the Emuna because the, the seichel is useless. The seichel could grasp divinity but it can't gla- grasp God. Ain't self it can't grasp at all. The, we're, we're, but a Jew could, could connect to the Ain't self. Not through his seichel, but through his amunah. Faith. Um, it says, In the amunah that's higher than the like a crown, it's on top of the head. The head is the head. The crown, that's the... That's the idea of giving Hashem a crown. Malachim, malachim im Yisro, with the, with the, with the hidden down here. Umisham is habas ha And from there is where Chachma uh, emerges. Like it says, Vachachma me ayin timotse. That Chachma comes from a stage of ayin. Ayin is the primordial, the ayin is the nothingness that precedes the definition, the definitive world of Chachma. But it's higher than it. Okay. Uh, let's just so we see from here that the world of supernal speech, which from here comes the, all the worlds, and everything that's in them, everything that's in the world, is derived from Chachma, and it's battle to the Chachma. Let's already uh, learn this tomorrow so we don't, uh, so we get a full understanding of it.